It was about five years ago, and the British National Trust, which manages or owns or cares for all the public lands throughout England, put an ad advertisement across the globe for a shepherd. They wanted to hire a shepherd to work in the foothills of the Snowdonia National Park. And so they painted this picture of this role as being something really impressive. And so people were, were drawn from all over the world to consider this and to apply for this position. Obviously, they were probably thinking, oh, I live in a big city. I want to get away from all the honking horns and the hustle and bustle. This is going to be a dream life, right? I'll live in the mountains. It'll be beautiful. Well, there's a, an actual shepherd from England who at about the same time had written a book called The Shepherd's Life. It became a New York Times bestseller. This guy's name is James Rebanks. And he described in his book the, the beauty of the land where he lived and worked, but he described also the reality. The reality being how hard the work is, how the weather is treacherous at times, how it's so tough to do this job and to work with others uh, out on the mountainside, and how after about two weeks the romance wears off. It's interesting how he painted this as an emotionally tough reality as well, how being a shepherd is about raising sheep that are to be killed. So death is a difficult thing for, for one who has to work in this way. It's in, the, the, the reality of life and the reality of the role of a shepherd kind of paints a picture connected with the life of Jesus as portrayed as a shepherd at times. And in Jesus' time, he was speaking to people familiar with this. And in our time, being a shepherd, you could tell the difference between a sheep and a goat, right? You can go to the farm and say, hey, there's, that's a sheep, that's a goat, pretty clear. But in Jesus' time, the shepherds, the, the sheep and the goats oftentimes looked alike. And so the shepherd would would shepherd them in particular ways, right? The sheep were often described as dumb, but they would listen to the shepherd and they'd follow him. And the goats described as smarter, a little more stubborn, make their own decisions, go their own way. One person even said that a shepherd leads the sheep, whereas a goat herd is led by a goat. Kind of an interesting thing, right? Well, the shepherd in Jesus' time was this image that we, we hear about in the gospel used to describe Jesus as our shepherd, leading us, leading, on, uh, leading us on this journey of life to heaven. And it's beautiful to think of our whole lives as that journey to heaven, and you know, every aspect of our lives is important. Uh, Father Cody told me a story yesterday about, you know, a, a kind of a depiction, if you will, of one's life leading to heaven, leading to the king, sitting on his throne. And in this story, he said, imagine a queue, like, you know, maybe a movie theater or something like that, where there's those little uh, ropes between posts, you know, those velvet fancy ropes that guide us along the way. Imagine life is getting in the queue, heading towards the king, and you want to see the king, and you're so excited to see the king. And then at one point, it splits. And you're, you're not quite sure where to go, but you just follow the crowd and, and you, you kind of say, ah, maybe this direction, and you head off to the left. And then down the way you remember, oh, oh, the king said, if I want to see him, I got to be on the right. 
So you scramble and scramble to do your own thing, and you, you know, wrestle with the ropes, and you get over into the right lane, and you get up there, and sure enough, you find out that you're on the king's left. And the king says to the, those on the left, well, be off. And to the ones on the right, come and spend eternity with me. I thought that was an interesting story. And as he, as he painted that picture, I got thinking, what is it? We, when we do our own thing, when we're headstrong like a goat, when we had our own way, when we think we've got it all figured out and we don't even stop to ask God what his plan is, well, we end up heading in the wrong line, the wrong direction. But when we listen to the shepherd's voice like a sheep would, and we head in the way that God calls us and shows us, well, then we end up at the feet of the king for eternity. Today, we celebrate Christ the king, and our whole goal of our lives is to be with him in eternity, isn't it? And when we think about this image and we think about our lives and we think about the decisions we make and how we listen or not, it becomes very clear what Jesus is asking of us. He's asking us to live for him, to listen to his voice, and to heed his call. And today he gives some very specific ways of doing that. He said, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger and you welcomed me. Naked and you clothed me. Ill and you cared for me. In prison and you visited me. Those are some real human things that we can do to recognize Christ in our world, to listen to his voice and to serve him well. And when we do that, well, we're in the right line, heading to the king. There's a lot more to life, isn't there? Our prayer helps us be in tune with the voice of the shepherd, the voice of our king. We must be more like sheep than goats. And it doesn't mean being dumb like a sheep. It means listening like a sheep to the voice of the shepherd. To follow him wherever he leads, sees them. We must stay together in the flock of the church and allow Jesus Christ to be our king. So this weekend, as we celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King, we reflect upon our lives, our faith, how we live in relation to others, and we ask the Lord to show us the way and to keep us united together in his church.